Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Coming in out 940. I don't know. It might be on its last legs because we can't trust you. Well, we didn't even attempt to do it last week. People Hell wanted to do no. it. I told them we're no. not doing it. No, 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 no. Coming in hot 940. Got to be careful. All right. Don't be mentioning. Don't be naming names. Don't be uh, mentioning sponsors. We'll just dump it, and then we'll just start talking about, well, the AFC and the NFC championship games on Westwood One. Right here. Are they here on the fan? I imagine they of are. Of course they are. Yeah. We, we're your exclusive home for Westwood football yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. We're exclusive home for Westwood One. I did want to ask you real quick. Yeah. How excited are you for championship weekend? Uh, uh, the weekend in general? Well, I've just heard people say, well, the Browns are like, the Browns have been in it since 1989. We're just never excited about it. Like, I know the Ravens well, I are in been, it. I haven't been cognizant, so I, I, I get excited, but I also get sad because it's like the last of it. And then by – I'm weird. I know I love football, and everybody's like, well, you love football. You'll watch it all the time. I go, no, nah, by the time spring comes around, that's why I don't watch the XFL or the any of the, the other stuff. No offense to them. I know they're trying, and I know they're the doing some stuff now. in Canton. Okay, the UFL. That's why I don't watch any of that Oof, stuff. Oofle football. By the time spring comes around, guys, I'm ready, like, especially like after the draft, all right, I, I need some baseball. I need some. Uh, I need some NASCAR. I need ba- yeah, the finish of the basketball season. I, I need to get away from for just a little bit before we dive back into football. Well, then it, it allows you to get excited again because yeah. if you just had it, if you had it year round, it would lose some of its value. It'd be yeah. oversaturation. Because you think about it, you go. They, they've extended the season. They're going to at least do it another week and maybe another week because by the time you get to eighteen games, there's probably going to be two bye weeks in there. But you still have 30 weeks where there's just nothing going on that Sunday except for other sports. And you need the other sports. You need a break. You need diversity in life. Yeah, man. I mean, I can eat steak a lot, but every now and then, you know, I'd I'd like to try some chicken. Every now and then. I had a very odd – oh, by the way, a lot of people agreeing with you guys about it's got to be three and five years. I think you guys are just haters of the Chiefs. And I, I don't hate the Chiefs. I ended up being right about that, Owen, because everybody liked the Chiefs, and now here we are. Um, they didn't think they were going to be that successful for that long, and here we are. Yeah, I'm just I'm sick of them. Now, I will say, any game that they're in means more. It just does. It'll be weird, yep. you know, if, if they lose this week or if they would have lost to the Bills last week. Yes, I would have been so excited for Buffalo. That's a good point. But the game wouldn't have felt as big. And that's what I, I think that's what makes it more impressive, though, is they get everybody's best shot. In, in the league where, you know, if you're Ohio State, Purdue is going to give you your best shot, and you're like, yeah, goodbye. Uh, a lot of teams are going to give you their best shot. And every now and then, you know, a team that has talent is going to get you. But in the NFL, to have every team line up, and this is a bit, they circle you on the calendar. 
and they've been doing it for now over a half a decade, that's a tremendous deal to me. And that's why I think that we need to, yes, move the goalpost on this. The classic way, like Cool Trav asked, okay, by 2040, if, if they just win two Super Bowls, will you think of them as a dynasty? I said, yeah. One, I'm a very stubborn person. Two, I, I, I think the league has changed so much. And we brought up uh, on the podcast, the Emerging Podcast scene yesterday, you can find it with uh, 923thefan.com and free on the absolutely free Odyssey app, where we talked about the the salary cap and why I, in fact, do think it's a myth because I think that it's an easy way for an agreed-upon principle for people to get rid of players they don't think are useful and not be the bad guy anymore. But I do think because of the cap era, it's made it that much harder. There's more teams. There's more teams that are trying to compete. There's not that many competitive teams. And I think it's much harder for a guy to put a team on his shoulders in the ultimate team sport and carry him like that. And I think what he and Travis Kelsey and now Montez Valdez Scantling has showed up. Like, I'm going to pick Kansas City to win on Sunday. I know it's a I know it's supposed to be a uh, an upset. I'm going to pick Kansas City I, to win because I see them as they are not dead until they're dead and they just don't die. Um, All year, I kept saying, man, I, I'm looking at the numbers. The Ravens are the best team in the NFL. Like after I originally, I thought San Francisco, but then as the, the season went on, uh, they started to get stronger. Their defense got better. And Lamar, it's almost like he's been conserving throughout the whole year. And yet he's going to, he's going to coast well, to an MVP. And I think he's got another notch to go. Like, I think he's got another level that he can access. And I still think Kansas City's going to win. The Ravens have again. gotten the Ravens have gotten better throughout the throughout the year. Like I, I, a lot of people are going to pick the Ravens, and the Ravens are favorites, so there's a reason for it. But the Ravens, if you watch them throughout the year, they've gotten better. They they, they have fine tuned it. They have they have stayed. I mean, there's injuries there, but as far as other teams, I don't think it's been as bad. And I think defensively, they're very sound. So that's one of the things that Kansas City's going to have to deal with. There, can they control the line of scrimmage? A, and then once they control the line of scrimmage. Will the other team be able to tackle them? And Baltimore's getting guys down. They're able to run the football a bit, obviously, because they have Lamar. Can they control the line of scrimmage? It's what's it, That's a tale as old as time that is still going to be a conversation go, coming up in the AFC Championship game. But ultimately, I think the Chiefs get them. And I think on Sunday with the Lions and 49ers, I'm rooting so, so for the Lions, but I... I think the Niners are going to get them. I do too. I I, I I give I give the Lions a chance though. Some people are not. What are the spreads as of right now, Mitch? Sorry, I, Tone. Go I ahead. thought that one right was here. six. Oh, never mind. What is it? What's the What's the AFC? AFC is four right now. Wow. The NFC is seven and a half. Right seven now. and a half. Yeah. It's the NFC. And Debo did not practice again yesterday. I got to take. I I would have to take the Lions to cover if I were doing that. And I know Debo didn't practice, and that changes a lot of things. I would have to take I mean, the Lions. I don't think this is a stupid question. Seven and a half. You can tell me if it's a stupid what, question. If the Lions can flat out win? Uh, not only that, I mean, who's the better quarterback in this game? Uh, Jared Goff. It's Jared Goff. Uh, it doesn't mean we hate Brock Purdy. We're pro no, Brock No, I, I mean, he's been way better than I thought he would be. Now we're getting and into he looked the nitty-gritty of these He games. did look terrible in the elements, but there will be no elements, it looks like, on Sunday. It looks like uh, not much wind and pretty clear, which is, I think, huge for Brock Purdy, who I, could not handle the wet ball last I think week. Detroit can – I think any one of these the, – both underdogs can win these games, obviously. I think the Lions can win the game. Again, line of scrimmage, can they control it? Offensive line, now Frank Ragnall with the injury, I think they can still control it, but we'll see because that's a good defense there with the 49ers, and that could be a difference maker. 
I'll take the I don't think the Lions are going to win. I'll take the 49ers to win, but I would take the Lions to cover if I were making moves on that. With the Chiefs, you said it's what, four and a half? It's four. Right it's now. four? Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs to flat out win it. So there you go. Well, that's what's so crazy is Vegas knows everyone's going to do what you're just saying. Oh, easy. Chiefs money line. Let's go. Like, what's what's the problem here? We don't even need the points. Chiefs are going to win. So does that give you pause? Because that almost seems too obvious that Patrick Mahomes can just, and, and by the way, last week, all of a sudden, receivers again. Here we go. Kansas City's got receivers again. Well, it was a, it was certainly a thing to see Kelsey, who has not played well for 10 weeks, just they opened up the offense with, oh, here's Travis Kelsey, yep. and he'll be open, and he'll catch the ball whenever we throw it to him. What has what has got Valdez-Scantling open, Owen? Uh, his speed. Is it? what? Yeah, but he's always been fast. Yeah. So what? what how are they fine? I do think Rasheed Rice has become more of a uh, threat to other teams that you have to uh, respect him a little more in that middle crossing route stuff. And, yeah. And it gives Valdez Scantling a chance to get open. But it, the same way that I thought it looked with the Browns and the Texans, a lot of zone stuff, zone beater things, extra moves on the on the wide receivers, um, you know, making that out cut and then going back in towards the middle, things like that. Because I watched him against the Dolphins and I watched him last week and I go, where the F has this guy been? What's going on here? Same thing they did last year. I mean, nobody caught the ball in the regular season. And then there's Sky now, Moore. Yeah. Now, real quick, talk about the defenses. You, Owen, you know as much as anybody about their defense. Where is this defense of the six that they have had now in the championship games in the AFC? Where is this defense? I think the defense as a unit is better. Legereus Sneed has been really good. But I think the X factor that the previous five had – was Frank Clark showed up in the playoffs and became that second pass rusher that was a killer. George Karloftis has been okay, mm-hmm. but Chris and Chris Jones is Chris Jones, and he is consistent in what he does. Karloftis has gotten in there. I do worry that they don't have another. Uh, you know, it's one drive. Let's make a stop here and. Frank Clark, for all the time that he took off in the regular season, well, knew what time when it was time to make money and time. show up. He did on, every yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so critical to have guys like that at this time of the year. You know, that's what we talked about Von Miller in the past, which obviously that went away. He's not saying Von Miller, right? Um, so he was of no use uh, last week mm. in that game. I am very excited. As much as we hate the Ravens, as much as we're sick of the Chiefs, it is pretty cool to see Lamar now. On, on the heels, this is two MVPs. That's a big deal in NFL history. Mm-hmm. You make two MVPs as a QB. Remember, this is a quarterback, and this is the type of quarterback that so many people said could not win in the playoffs. I'm one of those people that after last year, I'm like, I, maybe it can't happen. And then he rifled right back and and was spectacular this year. Still don't think this was the best we've seen yeah. of Lamar. Obviously, that first MVP year was was incredible. But I do think he has another level that he could get to, and it is cool to see these two quarterbacks share the field, and both defenses are rock solid. Yeah. Like, I am very excited about this game on Sunday. Yeah, I, and again, the 49ers are known for good defense. I thought they had problems tackling the other week, and I maybe yeah. that was good. You could say weather, whatever it was. I thought they had problems with that. But I, I honestly think it's going to be San Francisco, and I think it's going to be Kansas City and a rematch here in the Super Bowl. Two one six four seven four double I had a bizarre conversation. People won't believe this, but I do have some friends that are Steelers fans. I got family, but I don't talk to them that are Steelers fans. But 
I have some friends that are Steelers fans. And I, I hand to God here, you can bring in a Bible and I'll swear on it. I did ask him a question. This is back on Monday. I said, are you guys bored by the Steelers? I go, is that just how we put it down? Because they all agree. Now, they're in Ohio. So they see the Browns, and they see the Browns' struggles out how many years? Because you and I have both been like, you guys are crazy over there. Mike Tomlin's sensational. You guys are nuts. We'll take him in a second here. And now that argument's been a little bit different because Kevin Stefanski's done a great job. But I've made the claim several times ago, if Mike Tomlin ever wants to leave Pittsburgh and come on over here, I'll do everything I can to get him here. That said, they, I think they look at it and they go, okay, we know we have a good coach, but where are we at on the other spots? Because I don't think they ever think and the, the answer I was getting, I, it was really bizarre where they don't think they're ever going to be as bad as what they don't have a bottoming out like we've had. Like we've had a bottoming out where it's, all right, no quarterback now. We got to find a quarterback. We got to find a head coach. They, they don't believe they have the quarterback and they think they're going to get the quarterback or they think they're going to get a quarterback this offseason, but it's not going to make that big of a difference. And so the reason I ask you, it's not about, like, do the Steelers need to bottom out so they can appreciate it again. It's odd to just hear people going, yeah, we'll make the playoffs and we'll finish better than 500, but are not going to do anything with it. So if it's just another day at the office, why should I get excited? I mean, that's what I'm getting from my buddies who are Steelers fans. Should I reevaluate who our rivals are? Because I've been yelling at people yesterday, and maybe, maybe I need to see it a little bit different. I'm yelling at people yesterday saying, hey, we got to root against the Ravens here. I know everybody's tired of the Chiefs. But I'm also the person who says it's Steelers first. I dislike the Steelers first. Because of the competition, do I need to hold myself to a higher standard about who the rival is? Yeah, I mean, for 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 me, it's Baltimore and Cincinnati when Burrow's healthy. Mm-hmm. I think those are the teams. And then plus the, the join. Our team seems to hate Cincinnati more than they even hate Pittsburgh at this point. Now, maybe the maybe the make a Fitzpatrick hit on Chubb would change things. I don't know. Um, that's tough because I heard Browns players saying that week that, oh, you know, those those hits are fine. Like I, I, some of the some of the defensive players for the Browns. Yeah. So maybe not. But I, that rivalry seems to be more about what they're saying about each other in podcasts with the with you're the talking Bengals. About Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. what they're saying yeah. about each other. Yeah. In, I mean, that's what's made it become yeah. so spicy, right? And like, that we we've beaten them. Right. Like we've had success. I mean, that game. I I know the weather and Burrow wasn't healthy, but that was an ass kicking week one, and Cincinnati's not going to forget about that. And I don't think the Browns are going to let them forget about that. So I I think the Ravens too just. By virtue of, now the Ravens are uh, potentially going to the Super Bowl. Should the Ravens be a bigger rival to us than the Steelers? Because of where we're both at. I mean, right now, you could say whatever you want to about Deshaun Watson. I feel he's a talented quarterback. We got to unleash that talent. We have to figure out how to get it out. And we also have to make sure he's healthy. So there are questions around our quarterback, granted. But I know I'll take Deshaun Watson over all three of the quarterbacks that they have now. And honestly, the quarterbacks that they're rumored to to get, I will take them over those guys. Unless somebody falls in the draft, and we can talk about that, but that's a draft pick. Free agents, I'll take Deshaun Watson over all these guys. Joe Burrow, different conversation. Lamar Jackson, clearly a different conversation. Do I need to reevaluate who our biggest rival is? 216-474-0092. We'll get to you guys on that. We'll go with coming in hot, allegedly, at 940 and... A fan favorite has been getting ripped this week. You're not going to believe it. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on the fan. Hey. 
Hey, read the Marble Mouse text. Boy, I got that's excited. That's the only time you can understand it. Yeah, I, read I it. got excited, Kenny, because yeah, read it. Just two football guys and talking football, talking, and, talking and the game, just, just having fun breaking down. down. Owen's a Kansas City fan. Yeah. He gets in, yeah. and I'm like, man, we're actually talking football. Yeah, here we go. And, and then, then I get this text. Hear it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, move the blank over. ESPN's NFL matchup. How about this breakdown right now? A sarcastic okay. response from one of our bosses. Who do you got? Then fine. Who do y'all want to? Who do y'all want to hire for offensive coordinator? Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Let me hear all your Brian Johnson takes. Come on. According to you, you told me a Cavs writer has takes about Brian Johnson. Again, I, I didn't know he was such an Eagles connoisseur. I had no idea. I, I was legitimately just set aside. Is Kobe Altman an Eagles fan? Okay, come on. Coming in hot. Coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, I might want to start it right now with me because I don't like what I heard there. Set aside. Set aside. It's the Ravens, and we're all sick of Patrick Mahomes. But it is a football game, a very high-level football game, and I'm really excited about it. It's on the fan. And so me and you got carried away. We got nitty-gritty football. We were breaking down schemes, blocking patterns, which teams are going to use a fullback. I mean, we were going all over the nitty-gritty football. Kyle Juszczyk, he's in San Francisco. Medina Zone. Local guy. Local get local kid and we get the Highland right. Are we not on a sports show? Yeah, I think it was Highland. Are yeah. we not on a sports talk radio show? And what we're we're supposed to be immune nope. from nope. talking about offensive the actual sports? coordinator, offensive coordinator radio two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Brian Johnson, Kellen Moore, Jared Johnson. People are saying Gerard Johnson. I don't know which one's which. Which one is it? I'm not sure. Rather Fine. have Howard. Go Johnson. ahead and pick it out. Howard Johnson. Maybe he could be the offensive coordinator. Maybe it's just as good for him to be the offensive coordinator. Howard Johnson. If Kevin Stefanski's going to continue to call plays, well, let's just do offensive coordinator radio. Can't break down the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship game. Now we'll just we'll, we'll talk about these guys that that frankly people have only heard bad things about. That's it. You either heard them about being head coaches or you've only heard about them with bad things or they've never called plays themselves, like Jared, like Jared Johnson. According to John McClain, a rising star. See, I'm doing it. I, I, I went right into it by accident. I didn't mean to do it, and here we are. Great. We'll pick that guy, and then you know what's going to happen? Like, if we get Jared Johnson, who is currently interviewing with Pittsburgh today, which means that now, now it's going to create a market with the fans. So now we're going to want him, and because he's in Pittsburgh, you know what that means. He'll be the one calling plays. He ain't going to be Mike Tomlin. He ain't going to be somebody else. So then if he's calling plays in Pittsburgh, this is how this is going to work out. If he's calling plays in Pittsburgh and he does bad, it's going to be, whoo, 
we dodge that bullet. Or if he does okay and Kevin's calling plays here and things struggle a little bit with Deshaun Watson, you know exactly where that's going to happen. That's how we lay the cards out for you, folks. That's why guys on social media who cover the Cavs, oh, I've seen Brian Johnson. He sucks. Oh, really? You know anything about the guy? We know everything about these guys? Wasn't it supposed to be Sirianni who was calling this stuff? What do we know about any of these guys? So here we go. We'll just, I'll just do hot takery on it. I'll, I'll sit there and, and espouse opinions about guys that I don't even really know about. I, what do people really know about Kellen Moore? With the Cowboys, it looked like he was going to be the head coach in waiting. Then went to the Chargers. Well, the Chargers sucked last year, so we can't take anything good from them. Okay. I mean, we don't know about these guys. It seems to be if they were to hire Kellen Moore, he would call the plays. And then that turns into, should Kevin call the plays? Hey, how many times have we done that over the last four years? <laughs> Riveting conversation, I indeed. I mean, my God. Okay, <laughs> fine. Well, I God told forbid you. I spent a little bit of a segment talking about Patrick Mahomes against the Buffalo I Bills know. and getting ready for the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, you know, an actual game. God forbid. People call, you know, people, and I disagree Marvel with this. Mouth. People do call this weekend the most exciting, the biggest sports weekend in, in all of sports. I disagree. Big sports weekend in all of sports. <laughs> because there's only two, two sports games. There's only two games. So I, I would disagree, but the stakes of this weekend do make it pretty big. But, you know, we can back. It's only behind. This yep. is a sports summer ever. I don't think it's, but I don't think it's like the other one. If the Bills were in this, if the Bills were in this AFC championship game, if they gotten over the Chiefs, it's like you better win this and you better get to the Super Bowl. That's the way it is. I think with all these teams, they're on they're all on stable ground. Lamar Jackson gets the contract. He's gonna be an MVP. He's justified the contract. That's the first one. Kansas City is Kansas City. The other one is Detroit. Here we are. We're talking football. The other one's Detroit, where it's justified the Dan Campbell hiring after a one and six start last year. It's justified the Dan Campbell hiring. It's justified uh, Jared Goff's existence. Everybody loves him because they're the freaking Lions. They ain't won a playoff game since yeah. like 1992. A lovable Lions. And then with the 49ers, it's is Kyle Shanahan. They might have the most pressure, but nothing's going to happen with him. Kyle Shanahan's not. There's not going to be people calling for Kyle Shanahan to get fired if they lose. This but there, game. no, you're right about the there pressure. There might be some. We told you about Brock Purdy. They're the team that has maybe the most pressure. That's it. I would agree. Big time pressure because. Guys like McCaffrey, guys like Debo Samuel, there's only Making so many any hits. Yep. There's, there's only so much. These windows evaporate very quickly. And as good as their organization's been, as great as Shanahan has been, at some point you got to break through. I yeah. mean, you absolutely have to break through. His, his, his father knew that. That's how it was with his father. Hey, you might be the architect of a great offense. You're going to win a Super Bowl. Well, he ended up winning two Super Bowls. So Shanahan, go. Kyle Shanahan's got to win one. My whole thing was, should we reevaluate who our biggest rival is after what we're seeing here with the Ravens? And obviously that they're a team that's in the AFC championship game, and that's where we want to go. Apparently, we can't talk about the AFC and NFC championship games here. It's a sad-ass day in Cleveland sports radio. Thanks a lot. 216-474-0092. Did you happen to see this article from the uh, – I'll get back to this, but did you happen to see this article from the New York Times? Uh, New York Post? Oh, yeah, New York Post. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, sorry. this was spicy. So Andrew Marchand, <laughs> who has been on this station before, and uh, it's usually with, with one half of the podcast with he and John Auerrand. This is where I miss things. Because I've only heard what Tony Romo has been accused of. I have not really paid attention over the last how many years. But it sounds like they accused Tony Romo of not per- putting the work in. But I got to ask you, I got to ask Owen, I got to ask Mitch, maybe the listeners here. Is there like a problem with, with Tony Romo and Jim Nance doing the game together? 
and and not Tony Romo not putting in the work. Here's Andrew Marchand on his podcast. Let me move to my who's down, and it's Tony Romo. Could put Jim Nance in there as well with Romo because that tandem has not clicked. They've had two playoff games. Neither has gone great. I'm taking Nance out because he did have a good call at the end of the game uh, on the missed field goal by the Bills. Uh, but Romo, it's going to be a big couple of weeks here. He's got the championship game this weekend and the Super Bowl. There's just the, the broadcast is choppy. Romo's points are not as cogent as they once were. A lot of throwing out a stat and then saying some kind of gibberish. It doesn't really work. And then the chemistry between him and Nance is not really there. They don't play off each other well, even if they say each other's names a thousand times. And then they're bringing in everyone else. You know, you know, every second there's, you know, Gene Steratore being brought in. Got Jay Feely from the sideline. Tracy Wolfson, of course, also on the sideline. And so it's been a very busy broadcast. I and mean, it's something to watch the next couple of weeks. So my who's down, Tony Romo. So Romo's that audio courtesy of the uh, Marshan and Aran Sports Media Podcast. Again, both guys have been on the station. Both guys have been pretty nice to us. So what the hell? With Tony Romo, this is where I draw a blank. You know, my focus is on, listen, you can agree, you can disagree. The only thing that I think that people are always wrong with us, and I speak for you, but I'll speak for myself, well, you don't watch the games. Yes, I do. I watch Cavs three times because they're on two times afterwards, so I can see them three times. And we all talk about the Browns, and I told you, and it's absolutely true for whatever reason, I watched the uh, Packers and 49ers game four times over throughout the week because I got midday nothing to do except for work on the show, and there's nothing on in the middle of the day I want to watch other than the old games. But the problem is is that I don't have the sound on. So I'm watching the Cavs. I can't hear John Michael. I can't hear Austin Carr or Serena Winters or anything like that. I, I take the sound off for all these games because I'm watching the game. And I'm like, my focus needs to be in on the game and working on things and having it and taking eyes on it. I haven't heard Tony Romo really say much over the last couple of years ever since he started when he was really fun and he was guessing things and getting it right and stuff like that. I, I don't know what he's being accused of. It sounds like he's being accused of not putting in the work. Uh, that's precisely, in the New York Post column, uh, that's precisely what uh, the author said it sounded like, that he's not really up on this. And the fact that uh, repeatedly, now they they have a, they have a robust team to help out on the broadcast. They've got, you know, the 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 official who's is it? Uh, not not Blendino. Uh, he's on Fox. Steratore. Oh, Steratore. They've got Steratore. They got Jay Feely to talk about anything special teams oriented. Then they got the sideline reporters. Sometimes two for the bigger games. So they do a lot of hey, uh, yeah, let's uh, send it here. Let's send it there. And they kind of botched the call and the analysis of the fake punt situation where Romo had one opinion then quickly changed his mind right after they went to Jay Feely. Uh, that was a critical, critical moment in that game at that time. Uh, also, they've been kind of botching incompletions versus interceptions versus, you know, actual catches. Like, they've been all over the board, and it just seems very scattershot well, right I've, now. I've come to the defense of, like, him and Al Michaels because I'm like, man, you got legends there, especially Al Michaels. I will say with Al, it was when I was watching the Browns game, it's kind of hard to follow along as a fan of one of the teams in there. Like when there were fumbles, I had no idea. Like I just assumed they weren't going to be fumbles because there was no inflection excitement whatsoever. With Jim Nance, the last time we talked about Tony Romo was this exact time last year. I went through the notes before the show today. The last time we talked about him was this time last year about 
is he doing his job correctly and things like that. And I remember defending Jim Nance saying that I think Jim Nance has to like correct him on so many things. It 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 gets choppy. But there is there's a chemistry like when we started this show, there was Well, we were just trying to win arguments. There, all day. Yeah, there was not a lot of chemistry. The same chemistry that we thought we had off the air didn't really translate on the air. So Tony Romo well, they didn't know a shit. And, yeah, Jim Nance, they might be best of friends. They might golf together all the time. They might spend a lot of time. I don't know. They're both making so much money to do these games and they're both basically flying private. To all these but I know games. that Jim Nance cares. Obviously, he cares about what he's doing. He does, but Nance is always somebody who he doesn't take center stage. He will be glad to yield and defer. But if Romo is not on it, and, and I got to tell you, the thing that everybody loved about Romo right away, and it was amazing to see the, the peek behind the curtain, was the way that he was picking plays. I think we realize as sports fans, we don't want to know what's, what play is coming because that's what's so interesting about sports. We want to be the, is ones the unknown. Guess. We want to be the and ones we, who. And we we are guessing. Yes. But the the greatest component, the greatest aspect of sports, is the surprise. The fact that something happens and we don't see it coming. Yes. If Romo is there telling you what's coming every play, it kind of while it's cool that he's putting on this amazing carnival act, doesn't necessarily enhance the broadcast. I think it's a hard thing to do. And I think he might be finding out how hard it is. But he's getting paid so much, yeah. you can't give up that. Because you're you're going to stadiums. They roll out the red carpet for you. Clearly, there's maybe a bit of a problem with what's going on there. But it's still, you're the number one. And I, I and people still want to see it and hear it. I, I, I don't. I haven't for the last year Kenny, just because I'm paying attention to the game. But apparently, there's a problem. I think Kevin Burkhart and Greg Olson are a better tandem right now. I think Greg there's, there's good. instant chemistry between those two. I think they, it's going to be interesting to see what happens when Tom Brady supposedly enters the booth. Like, they're really going to break that up. Obviously, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, they have been kind of a gold standard. and They've, they've almost been refreshed and they've since rescued, going to ESPN. They've rescued Monday Night Football. Yeah. They're getting better games, too. Yeah. So, I think, obviously, we love Iron Eagle. I mean, you can put Iron Eagle with anybody, but what, Charles Robinson? Uh, not Charles Robinson. Uh, Charles, Charles Davis. Charles Davis. Those, Will Nate is in there, too, yeah. Yeah, those, those two are terrific. And I'll even say this. I was not a huge fan those first three or so years after game day when, uh, not Corso, but uh, Chris Fowler. When Chris Fowler went into the He's play- really grown. I think he's awesome now. I think the reason we didn't like him is just because we, we weren't used to it. And now it's like, all right, I'm used to Chris Fowler doing this, and I really like Chris Fowler. He's grown. I shouldn't say he's grown. He's grown on me. Yeah. Because it was, it was a little jarring at first, but then so you hear I him, and take, I think he's good. I know that's a college football thing. They, he gets to do a playoff game. I would put all those booths ahead right now of Tony Romo. When you think of what they're paying Tony Romo, mm-hmm. that is that is a big, big issue for them right now. 216-474-0092. All right, coming in hot, coming up next. Exactly. I'm not sure how much time we have left, folks. Okay? You guys got to make this good because if you guys are over the line here, they're going to pull the plug on this thing. And don't be blaming us. There are federal communication rules out there. So make sure you follow them. We will try to do a coming in hot. 216-474-0092. It'll be the swan song. Two coaching hires, I'm sure, I don't think are going to work out because I've seen the experience before with the Cleveland Browns. That and coming in hot. 216-474-0092. Coming up next, live on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 